Today's episode of Tyus and Tate is brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, college basketball is back in the courtroom. Oh, oh, what? Coming to a courtroom <laughs> near you, college dun, basketball. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yes. Stop me if you've heard this before. Uh, the Dino Gaudio versus Chris Max saga, mm. a new chapter is unfolding. Perhaps the last chapter, Tate. I think this Perhaps story is the best chapter. The best chapter. Yes. Yes. Uh, but it, it's it's coming to a close very quickly <laughs> because, as it turns out, this case is not really that interesting in mm. terms of like legalities. Yeah. Like the extortion of the extortion part of it all it wasn't Not, as much extortion as we thought you know what i mean it, it was, was more blackmail <laughs> it, was, it was just a skosh of extortion yes, yes it was yes. a skosh it wasn't high level uh, it was a blip but <laughs> in talking about this through through the the legal process there mm. have been some bombs yes uh most notably john calipari has gotten involved in this thing. he wrote a letter he wrote a letter <laughs> uh so it's the off season um there's not a ton to talk about we're going to talk about this. This don't, is going to be huge. Yeah. Uh, also, Amani Bates to Memphis, which is something that Tate Tate Stradamus over here, yeah, uh, who famously reported <laughs> Coach K was having a farewell tour. Yes. Was, was going that was through. reported. That was reported. This was something that was said to me uh, mm-hmm. in passing. Amani Bates to Memphis. I did not report it, but I did mention it. Yes. But now I'm I am reporting it. You're not you're ready to report <laughs> it. Now I'm reporting it. Report it's it. official. Uh, Amani, He's going to Memphis. The, the steam is building. Uh, the smoke is built. The, the steam has turned into smoke yes. and there might be fire on mm. the horizon. Uh, my, favorite, bro, my favorite ball brother is the crystal ball. You know what I mean? There's there Lonzo, LaMelo. There you, you know, there's the real one. Crystal balls are, are pointing towards uh Pointing towards Memphis, so we'll, we'll talk about Amani Bates stabbing Michigan State in the back a little mm. bit. Uh, also, Jarrah Smith is uh, back to playing, not golf. going back to school, going to school. Yes, for the first time. Yes, he is Rodney Dangerfield yeah. at this point, uh, <laughs> and we give him all the respect, and we're very excited. Why about can't he this. play basketball? This is this is an idea I threw out on one of the other shows where yeah. like, why can't he argue that my name, image, likeness was used by the NBA mm-hmm. for years? Mm-hmm. And I have been extorted <laughs> been by extorted. the NBA. Yeah. And now I would like to have my my college career start. Yeah. Start the clock. I do like that you can know. play another sport. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in my mind, all I can think about is LeBron James. You know, he retires from the NBA in two years and he's like, I'm going back to Ohio State. Yeah. And I'm going to play football. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I, I like watch. It. I like it. Yeah. Great idea. Uh, all that coming up. But first, Woody Durham. He takes the timeout. Happy Friday the 13th, everybody. It is oh, Friday wow. the 13th. Yeah, Dave, you, you didn't think about that. I did not, but I was yeah. born on the 13th. Uh, Were you born on Friday the 13th? Yeah, my, no, not Friday. Saturday the 13th. Wasn't Friday the 13th? Uh, your, your birthday in 2020 was on Friday, yes, right? exactly. Like when the yeah, when yeah. COVID yeah, When the world ended, started. it was Friday yeah. the 13th, yes. Yeah, the world <laughs> And my family is very superstitious, so, you know, when I was about to be born on the 13th, everyone was like, please, please don't let this happen. Wait another day, but. Is this the first Friday the 13th since that one? I think so. How many? How many? Maybe are this there? is the end. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. What if I wake up? It's from Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> to the next Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> it checks out. I hope so. We wake up and for like one day, 
COVID is gone. We've eradicated it. <laughs> and then for Saturday the 14th, we yeah. wake up and it's back. Yeah. Just like, Groundhog yeah. Day. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Chris Mack and Dino Gaudio. Mm. Um, if you're not... I'm clapping. I'm so excited. Yeah, if you're not paying attention to what's going on here, you might remember Dino Gaudio fired from the University of Louisville. This this was a head scratcher for a lot of people because Dino Gaudio and Chris Mack were, were BFF. They were very yes. close for 30 years, 20 years. What's the mm-hmm. number they were throwing out well, there? Coach over Cal, 45 Coach years. Cal was close to him for 38 years. Uh, yeah, so it's so longer not quite, than Chris Mack. So yeah, Chris Mack is like yeah, 32 years. 32 years, yeah. whatever. Cal knows him better. Think of a think of a big number. That's how many years <laughs> these these two are friends. Are you say lifetime contract. That's how there long was. he's known him. Yes, there was. Exactly. Uh, and, and Dino Gaudio unceremoniously gets kicked to the curb. The the details were very hazy. fired fired yes which doesn't happen often ish mm-hmm. most I don't people know. part ways they part ways he yeah. was fired he was fired he was straight yes. up fired uh and the fact that, that chris mack and dino gaudio were buddies and and they they had a history together that was mostly positive we had mm-hmm. thought mm-hmm. um it was a little shocking and then luke murray uh was was also let go yes. or parted ways he or parted ways fired. he was he was parted ways yes yeah. <laughs> uh and suddenly you're looking around and you're like what the hell's going on with this louisville mm-hmm. uh they, they did not make the ncaa tournament this year so maybe it was just like let's hit a reset button but at the same time this is weird this is very weird yeah uh we found out later why it was weird because dino gaudio was apparently trying to extort chris mack yes but was it before he was fired was it after he was fired uh anyway dino gaudio gets uh federally charged federal charges right mm-hmm. which is makes it sound more serious i don't know if it really is or not but uh uh he gets federally charged with extortion which uh, you, you might remember, we had Mike Rutherford. Uh, Louis, anytime yes. anything bad happens in Louisville basketball, <laughs> we give him a call. We give, we put out the bad signal for Mike. <laughs> Let's call Mike. Spoiler alert: We're we're not having Mike on. Uh, I, I did I did a lot of soul searching after mm-hmm. the last time he came on, and I really thought about it, and I was like, he's absolutely right. Like that is not that's not good. No. We shouldn't do that. We'd like, much rather Mike listen to this and then be yeah. upset that he was not asked to be on. <laughs> that's what it as, is. As we erroneously say things and predict right. things, and he's so, like, that's not true. Yeah, for the next twenty minutes, we're just gonna get everything wrong. Yes. So Mike listens to this gets pissed off and, and then wants like, to come back never talk about louisville again mm-hmm. without calling me mm-hmm. and then he forgets that we only have him on when yeah he just signed up for this <laughs> yeah <laughs> i got you uh so so gaudio um what, what was the what was the official narrative that he was fired and mm-hmm. then tried to extort right yes the, yeah the the original report that we got and this is coming now we figured out from the chris mack camp right i think there's two different camps there's the dino gaudio camp and there's the chris mack camp and the chris mack camp put out to the world that dino gaudio had recorded some conversations uh, and was trying to use those recorded conversations against Chris Mack uh, basically to get his severance, to get what he was owed from the school. Right. And that was how it was reported. Everyone's like, Dino Gaudio, what an idiot. I can't believe he's doing this. That is, you know, extortion to a T, yada, yada, yada. And then the big the big thing that we learned from this whole fallout is that Chris Mack recorded the conversation. So yeah, it was not yeah. Dino we Gaudio. This, so we was, learned this. That was the first thing we need to point in out. In court. We have not learned. Jim, do you know the difference between blackmail and extortion? No, I think they're pretty much the same thing. Really? I just Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you extortion you, is worse, right? Did, did you Google it? Yeah, I think it's a, I think that's just like the more legal term yeah. you're looking for. Were yeah. you Googling it because we were talking about it or is it unrelated? One of my hundred tabs open. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I was actually just Googling this this week <laughs> as it turns out. Uh, so yeah, the, the, this this is making its way through the, the court process. Uh, Gaudio, for what it's worth, um, Took a plea deal, mm-hmm. so he he faces zero prison time. This is this is why I said at the top that the uh, the legal part of this is kind of a definitely a blip. It's yeah. not kind of a blip, it definitely is. Uh, he took a plea deal. He apparently the the prosecutors are recommending a ten thousand dollar fine, 
and zero jail time. So like that's ultimately what we're talking about here. Yeah, like, slap the on the settles, wrist. He's yeah. gonna get, he's gonna pay ten grand, um, and and that's gonna be that. But throughout this process, this stuff is coming out. As you said, Chris Mack recorded the conversation apparently. Um, also, what what were what were the other the the uh, 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 nuggets? One was uh, Chris Mack was Dino Gaudio claimed that Chris Mack was trying to pull scholarships from guys. Yeah, the the reason that uh, you know according to the Gaudio camp, right? The reason why they were upset with Chris Mack is because Chris Mack was getting pressure from the top. Yeah, the school. I mean, Papa John. Yes. We'll just say Papa John, even yeah. though we know he's a Kentucky fan now. I imagine that <laughs> the there papa. is a, a Papa there. Chris, <laughs> yeah. the Papa. So Papa Jay calls down to Chris <laughs> and he says, uh, "We go to the." NCAA tournament here. Uh, and if you don't do that, we're going to get Rick Pitino back. He starts yep. freaking out yep. and he goes to his top assistants and says, says, you guys are terrible. The recruits you brought in suck. Pull their scholarships. We need new players. What if he called Pitino? It's like, what do, how do I handle this? You've been here before. Yeah. You've been in this seat. What do I do? And Rick's like, blame everybody else, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. make it seem like you're taking yeah, he's all like, the blame. He's a plausible deniability. <laughs> Ever heard of it? It's the best ability in the game. Uh, Chris Mag, so this is their their version of the story, which, you know, it, it probably does check out at some level. I'm not saying that Chris Mack was like, let me rip these scholarships away, but it does seem that he was freaking out and said, I have to make wholesale changes to the staff yeah. and to the entire roster. So my, That's where we were. Is it bad that, I, I'm going to go ahead and assume that it's bad that, uh, when I read that Chris Mack may or may not have wanted to pull scholarships from players, mm. I didn't really have a problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that bad? Is that I mean, bad? when Papa Jay's on the line, you know, you're just trying to I make I mean, calls. I guess it depends on which players and uh, the circumstances around pulling their scholarships. Yeah, I, I mean, I think if you're Luke Murray or Dino Gaudio in this situation, let's, let's use it. If, if Papa Jay calls Chris Mack, Chris Mack calls you and says, pull the scholarships. You know how this works. Yeah. Chris Mack isn't calling the families to say that we yeah. pull the scholarship. Like yeah. you're making that phone call. I th- and I think, you know, if you're Dino Gaudio, if you're Luke Murray, you're like, there's no way I'm making that phone call. Yeah. There's no way I'm telling that kid that he's losing his scholarship and then calling the family that I recruited <laughs> yeah, to tell yeah. him that they lost a scholarship right, because right. Papa Jay and Chris Mack are upset. You know what I mean? That's that's where I feel like the humanity part of this came into the equation. I remember uh, when when I was at Ohio State, the, the coaches would use pulling the scholarship as a threat mm. all the time. Mm. Like if, if a guy didn't like close out strong enough, yeah. they'd be like... It is like the boogeyman in college They'd be like, do that again. I will yeah. pull your scholarship. Mm-hmm. That's something that all the assistants, Coach Motto would, would say to him. Yeah. And for the most part, the guys like took the scholarship for great. Like I remember thinking it was like a huge, like, oh, oh no, he didn't. Did he say that? And the players were like, You have your hand up. You're like, coach, quick question. Can I yeah, get can that I scholarship? Get that? Yeah, I was like, pull and give it to me. And I remember the players being like, do it, bitch. I don't care. Like that, yeah. like it didn't compute with like what pulling yeah. the scholarship was. Because you really don't see you don't really, like, yeah, think the about, tangible like, what, benefits of yeah, that. You yeah. just don't pay anything. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> Now, now it's like, yeah, pull my scholarship. I don't, I don't want to go to class anyway. I'll get name, image, likeness, whatever. Yeah, go to the overdone players. <laughs> transferring. I can make one phone call and be at Memphis tomorrow. You think I care about this? I mean, straight this. up. Uh, there was other stuff like recruiting violations. Um, there was uh, uh, that 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 Dino Gaudio said he was going to to bring to light, or like, mm. what was it? Was he he was using that as extortion, or was it? I mean, he he eventually was, but or was it like he approached Chris Mack and said. Hey, we're we're committing these violations. What if we didn't? And Chris Mack was like, "We're at Louisville, baby. That's yeah, what we do here." I I think that Dino Gaudio got fired, and he was very upset about getting fired. And then I think he had the dirt. You know what I mean? And when you have the dirt in your hand, you don't have to throw it back. You know what I mean? He could have just dropped that dirt, and I think yeah. he picked it up, threw that dirt back at Chris Mack, and Chris Mack said, "Guess what?" 
I recorded conversations. <laughs> you were trying to extort me. <laughs> I'll see you in court. And Dino Gaudio was like, what? I thought we were what? friends. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought we were friends. He's like, I, that was a veiled threat. <laughs> you're, you're having a snowball fight with your yeah. friend. You hit him in the face. And then he says, exactly. He's like, I'm suing you. I'm said, calling my dad what? and we're suing you. <laughs> I'm suing you. <laughs> That's what happened. Sorry, what? Uh, there, there was disagreement on COVID protocols. I don't know. That, that's that's about it. But the the, the, the big takeaway, though, let's yeah, get to the real the meat. yeah. meats and potatoes of, of what's going on here. Uh, John Calipari <laughs> wrote a letter <laughs> with the UK men's basketball logo, just bigger than anything stamped I gotta pull on the, the letter. paper. I got to pull this <laughs> from the UK men's basketball. Uh, he wrote a letter to the Honorable Benjamin. Beaton. What's the guy's name? Beaton. Mm-hmm. Beaton. Benjamin mm-hmm. Beaton is the uh, judge's name, by the way. Which uh, I don't know. That it sounds, sounds fake. It all, <laughs> I mean, this letter. Fake. When I saw this letter, I thought that a Kentucky fan had photoshopped it and like made it look real and had written this whole thing yeah. out. Because when you read it, you're like, "There's no way that John Calipari writes like this, right?" Yeah. But I guess yeah. maybe so. Like you said, this is we need like a fifth grader to read this, and then it, the what a lot. Like th- this was very. I mean. Listen, understand that that I understand that like I consider the source of what I'm about to say because like yeah. I think that this was for PR. We know yeah. Calipari. Th- this but is this is straight I, up. For I, PR. I I do not give Calipari the benefit of the doubt for literally anything. Mm-hmm. He could he could just like he could fire off a tweet that's like "Good morning, everybody," and I'd be like, yeah. "What's his angle? Yeah, yeah. what's he doing here?" <laughs> so I understand that I'm not exactly the most unbiased source, mm-hmm. but. Th- this reeks of just like a PR move, right? Like of like, oh, of course. I, I see that Chris Mack is down. No, th- and this, like, is, this is my chance. Everyone's been waiting for the yeah. answer to the video and Chris Mack did like the wrestling promo <laughs> yes. and was yes. calling out Kentucky and saying that they can't win without Kenny Payne on the bench. Like Calipari has been sitting silently and we've been waiting. When is the haymaker going to come back? This is the haymaker. This is his version and, of the haymaker. And, and he yeah. knew that it was, you know yeah. what I mean? When he sent this letter in, he's like, this is five stars. We did it. High he, fives around. Uh, it, it was basically a letter that's like, I know Dino Gaudio. Uh, <laughs> better than anybody. Better than anyone he's a great man um he is not a pervert he's just an mm. italian he just goes on and on about dino gaudio is the best and like my takeaway is i'm reading this is like so so mm. john uh hire dino gaudio are you gonna put you're gonna put dino gaudio on your staff right when all this mm. blows over mm. no but <laughs> Dino Gaudi is a great man. Um, yeah, it, 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 like you said, this is just uh, this is this is John Calipari. Just uh, this is his version of the haymaker. This is this is, and, and I got to say, this is doing wonders for uh, the Kentucky Louisville rivalry. In the yes. sense of like, I am slowly talking myself into. It's the if, new Cincinnati, dude. Uh, you know, Roy Xavier Williams. Rivalry. Roy Williams yeah. retired. Coach no, K stepping down. No. Now you got Hubert Davis and John Shire, no. and I'm looking at that situation, Duke, Duke, mm, Carolina. I'm no. looking at what's going on with Kentucky Louisville. Louisville just beat Kentucky in the rivalry. That's all I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for Louisville to actually win this ball game. John Shire is going to do something to make me hate him. Don't all you right. worry about all that. Right. I'm waiting on the weasel. Right. He's a weasel. You know what I mean? All and right. we're waiting for the weasel to rise. And we'll see what happens. <laughs> is, that, is that what happened? The That's weasel what, rises. The weasel rises. That's like Coach K came. We're like, who's this weasel? I think the weasels are yeast. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> both. <laughs> they both rise. <laughs> I just want to say that John Calipari's letter in general, I mean, he goes through, talks about, you know, uh, Dino dealing with, you know, one of his assistant coaches' daughter had camp. I mean, he he goes full throttle with how yeah. good of a man Dino yeah. Gaudio is. And he does at the end, he does what we love, plausible deniability. He right. says Dino uh, has accepted responsibility for his actions. Uh, yeah. he, yes. and, and he yes. will pay that $10,000 fine he will pay and that move on. Fine. And that's... Yeah, it's a beautiful journey. Uh, so are you are you team? Let's just get right down to it. Are we team Gaudio or team Chris Mack? I'm team Gaudio. I think so. too. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't think that was possible. Like the original report 
you know, there's no way that I leave that conversation and say I'm team Gaudio. But as this is all played out, there's no way that Chris Mack, Chris Mack looks like a snake yeah. in this whole thing. Yeah. Which is not what you want. That's not any scenario. I find that interesting that it feels like the public at large. Has Louisville fans, by the way, they're defending Chris Mack and they're going at Dino Gaudio even harder. They're doubling down. They're like, Dino Gaudio is an idiot. I can't believe we let him around our program. I mean, the Louisville fans are riled up. I'm, I'm not sure Mike Rutherford is, but his base. <laughs> Mike is just like, Mike is just like, please, like, please stop. Yes, literally. I'm already stop. dead. Yes. Stop yelling. <laughs> but the fans, the Louisville fans are fired up and, and they want Gaudio's head. I mean, they really do. They're like, they, they want him to have a press conference. They want to boo this man. Um, I wrote an article today. Dino Gaudio tells his side and then the, the, line underneath it just says it never ends it never ends <laughs> when you when, when you bring chris mack from xavier you say to yourself we're bringing a guy who is willing to leave his alma mater he's always been referred to as a good guy he was definitely the moral authority uh in the mick cronin versus chris mack you know a lot of people would say chris mack was more of the uh the level-headed one more even keeled right but when you look at it now and you look at mick cronin at ucla and chris mack at louisville I mean, I think Mick Cronin's winning the war. You know what I mean? Like he lost a few battles uh, back in the day when they were the 17 and 18 ranked team in the country and they were going head to head. Right. But on the other side of this, Mick Cronin wins. And that's good for us. Xavier, was was, was Chris Mack the coach of uh, the 2011 game when uh, the fight happened? Yeah, he had to have been. Yeah, the zip him up game. Yeah. Chris Mack got the W on that one. And this is... Mick's ultimate revenge. Mick's back. Mick, yeah. And JP Makura, I mean, he got the upper hand on Mick Cronin because he got true. him to snap a couple times and then made fun of him for snapping. I was like, you're talking to a kid. And Mick Cronin's <laughs> like, you're not a kid. <laughs> Dude, that's, it's, it's, it's flipping yeah. on his head here. Yeah. Mick's the I'm, good guy. I'm very much, I'm, I'm, I'm pro Mick. I was always a Mac guy because I'm Skip Prosser guy, and yeah. now I'm looking at Mick. I I liked I was I was uh, Team Makura in the JP Makura Macron yes. feud only because I thought it was just hilarious that like a, you, you a know that JP Makura was also saying some horrible heinous things. Oh yeah, you know what I mean yeah. that, that was the but, funniest part. Then he's like, I didn't say anything. But <laughs> but like, I, okay, I, I I went at it with the attitude of like JP Makura is. <laughs> It's just, it's just a bad, like he, yeah. he's, he's younger. McCrone is supposed to be the, like the whole yeah. thing was just funny to me. And I mean, we remember JP McCure got a DMP at a three X three U event because he was basically <laughs> like, I'm too hungover. <laughs> <laughs> he just showed up in sweatpants. Like that's the kind of guy he is. He's like an old, he should have played in the eighties, you know? <laughs> He's the best. But it, it was just, when they were fighting with each other, and they still kind of are, by the way. I don't think yeah. they ever really buried the hatchet. When they were fighting with each other, I just, uh, I, I remember thinking, like, there's no matter what JP McCurry is saying to Mick Cronin or Mick Cronin is saying back, I'm always going to be Team JP because yeah. the whole thing is just hilarious. That, like, yeah. That, that just doesn't happen in college basketball. Yeah, he, like he, guys are shit, he, he shit talking head Cronin, coaches. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mick Cronin's like, a, don't ever address the player. Just, just yes. stay on the <laughs> high road here. And he got him to come low. Yeah. Dude, we got to get Mick on the show. It's been a while. I know. Ask him about JP. Just like I would leave everything, dude. Like, I mean, this dude was getting chested by Teddy Valentine yeah. when he was at Cincinnati. And now look at it. Like he, all of his enemies are losing. They're mm-hmm. just taking L after L. Mm-hmm. And Mick Cronin's thriving. Yeah. In Los Final Angeles. Final four at UCLA. Do you think Mick knows how to surf yet? No, he never will. <laughs> yeah. He never will. 
He went out there one day, though. You know how it is. <laughs> Make it, you got to go out there one day. You got to at least like give it a shot. Like the old college try. And then you say, this isn't for me. And the only way I'm home. selling my Micronus stock at this point is he gets hair plugs or something. Yeah. And he just like, yeah. like he very obviously gets plastic surgery. I think if he, <laughs> he comes and shows up and is like bald head is blonde. I think that's, that's when we know that he's gone full Hollywood. We're like, oh, my God. And he wears lifts on the <laughs> sidelines. Now all of a sudden he looks like he's 6'1". And you're like, what's going on His here? Da Vinci suits on. You're like, uh, I think Mick Cronin is too in with the Compton Magic. <laughs> oh, man. Um, congratulations to uh, Louisville basketball for making headlines yet again. Yeah, it's do we even know like the top so. recruit that's coming into Louisville? Like, we I haven't talked about uh, basketball dude, in I, so long. Since Brian Bowen. I think that was the yeah. last recruit that I... Carly Jones almost made me care for a moment in time yeah. about Louisville. Uh, I remember Mike was was doing his damnedest. He's like, I swear, dude, he's, you're going to love this guy. He's like ACC Player of the Year. ACC, yeah. yeah, and I was like, all right, I'll pay attention. I remember we had him on the show like halfway through the season. He's like, we've, we've been ranked twice this year. And I'm like, all right. Like, really? really? <laughs> no way. And I looked it up. You're like 25th, like two weeks. Um, but no, you're absolutely right. That is that is the the state of Louisville basketball, which is why guys like Mike Rutherford are losing their mind because mm -hmm. they're like, this is funny or interesting for, I don't know, six months. But yeah. what, they're going on like three or four years at this point. And, and you got rid of Patino. Yeah. That's the thing. If you were going to keep having these scandals, just keep Rick Patino, the yeah. best coach in college basketball. Because at the end of the day, you're like, I deal with the storms because I have Rick. And it's okay. We, we know what comes with this. We know what comes with Patino. It's kind of like Larry Brown. We know what we get when we have Larry Brown. Yeah. We got the NCAA now hovering over us, but we also have five-star recruits coming in, you know? And that that is what Rick is as a teacher and as a coach. And with Chris Mack, you're like, what do we even get here? Now we're just getting all this drama. Mm -hmm. We're getting no wins. Mm -hmm. And we're paying but, you. But, but they beat Kentucky and they beat Duke last year. And we're paying you $10 million a year. Are they really? Isn't that right? That was his deal. Uh -huh. I feel like I remember I when, like he, I remember when he, he left Xavier, we were like, what was the number that you would leave for? And it, I think it was 10 million a year that he was going for. Chris Mack, how much? I don't care. Who cares? I, <laughs> I, I want to say I, 10 I, million. I just tried to Google that. I didn't care. But, uh, 10 million. Yeah. But I also feel like every time you say Chris Mack's salary, it goes up a million. Yeah, exactly. For you. Exactly. <laughs> By the time the season Coach starts, K he's going to make 20 million dollars yeah. a year. Okay. <laughs> uh, making matters worse for Louisville is the fact that they have, a, a, from my perspective, Louisville basketball has two rivals, Tate. Mm. Uh, obviously, the rivalry with Kentucky, which is arguably the greatest rivalry in college basketball history. Uh, Louisville. On paper. I, they yeah. are, they are uh, the last two times they have met Tate, they are one and one. Each mm. team is one and one. It doesn't not get more even than that. You do have a good point. It might be like the Does rivalry not get more of even the future. Than that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the next the, 20 years. The dipping dots of college basketball. Yeah. yeah. Just you wait. <laughs> um, Kentucky is uh, going to be better this year. Uh -huh. they, they've they've made a lot of moves. They've they've signed, also changed their schedule. They've so they've changed they <laughs> everything. Like Kentucky is is on the come up. Kentucky basketball is back. Yes. Uh, the other rival Tate, who, which is the the team I want to talk about right now, is the Memphis Tigers, mm. who have historically been a, a rival of Louisville's. I don't know if the I don't know if Louisville fans still hate Memphis as much. Probably not, but. I still think like all things equal. They I feel like they, they should would like to because see. I mean, Coach yeah. Cal and Memphis is basically molded into Kentucky. Like Derrick Rose went to Kentucky now. It really has. You dude. know what I mean? And with, with Penny taking over Memphis and basically playing the exact same He's game. He's taking Cal, it back. Cal is playing. Yeah. Like I really do feel like the history books will just push them two together yeah. and they just both well, existed as the same it was school nick richards all along years. he just said it was a blue school it's blue <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> so all you come here that's all that matters school is blue uh memphis is now believe it or not folks mm. according to the crystal balls on 24 7 
Uh, Amani Bates to Memphis is gaining steam. The steam, I don't even think it's gaining steam. I think the steam has been gained. Yes. I think they possess the yes. steam. The it's steam is now possessed. Yes. Uh, what they're going to do with the steam, mm-hmm. we will we will find out <laughs> soon enough. When we did our last podcast, Tate, I talked about Amani Bates uh, suddenly like like putting out. We his talked top about four. his top. Four. We talked about yeah, yeah, we yeah. talked about a little stuff. Twenty four seven because I remember pulling. I remember talking about the rankings are bullshit and all that, and I had the rank. I was looking right at it. Amani Bates was a hundred percent according to Crystal Balls. Um, <laughs> it sounds like the sister of Lonzo. Crystal Balls. <laughs> she's, she's like she's like tipped and edits. She's the dancer that got that, that was at, at the. She Louisville. knows all the players. She just knows what's going on. She like, was at the Louisville party yeah. that got Patino fired. Uh, <laughs> according to Crystal Balls, can we can we get her on the phone, Jim? Call Crystal Balls. Get her on the phone. Um, the uh, on Monday, Amani Bates was a hundred percent pro. Mm. Whether that was G League, overtime league. Uh, <laughs> Australia, yeah. China, Euro League, you name it. Yeah, uh, LSU, he'll play there. If LSU, you pay that man, yeah. he'll play there. <laughs> LSU, you name you name the pro situation. Amani <laughs> Bates was pro. Uh, fast forward, Tate. As of this recording, it is Thursday evening mm. here on the West Coast. Um, Amani Bates. Let me actually. I'll double check it. I had it written down, but uh, let me just check it live for the people. Yeah, twenty four seven basketball recruiting. Yeah. All right. Let's get a live update because this is this is it's six out of the ten crystal balls posted have Amani Bates going to Memphis. Wow. It is flipped and not only and 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 there's also this. Two of the so there are four, so there's six going to, to Memphis, four going to pro, whatever mm-hmm. pro is. Mm-hmm. Uh two of the four are Michigan State guys who probably are just like, no, 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 no. He's definitely going pro because he told us Yeah, he told not, us he, he's not going to college. Yeah, he said yeah. he's not going to college. So no there's no this. way he would go to Memphis, yeah. right? There's no way. Uh-huh. Long story short, Amani Bates is going to Memphis. Yes. This is happening. Yes. I mean, the last time we did a show, as we talked about it, I had been told, like I said, by a source, that Amani Bates, I had been told Pat, like in passing, like it was a, it was a foregone conclusion. Everyone knew it, that Amani Bates would be coming with uh, Jalen Duran Duran. Uh, and both of these guys were going to make them the number one class. Penny is back, yada, yada, yada. And I took that a little bit with a grain of salt because... You know, it's just one of those things. I I was in the camp of there's no way he would tell Tom Izzo and Michigan State and, you know, all these other people in his camp. You know, he's definitely going pro. But what I thought when I thought about it more, it makes sense because why go pro to the G League and make a hundred and some thousand dollars when you can go to Memphis and make three hundred thousand dollars? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. The math checks out. You make more money. You also have name image likeness. So you can make even more money than that offer. So let's say if you're. If you're Imani Bates and you're Jalen Duran Duran and you go there and you guys are superstars, you get the Fab Five treatment, you are, you know, RJ Barrett and Zion 2.0. Yeah. You can make some good money. You maybe yeah. make a million dollars in Memphis. Yeah. And I, and I heard Jalen Rose, he went on Jalen Jacoby and he said, if I'm FedEx, which is based in Memphis, I want to sponsor these two kids for their first year. And I'm FedEx and I drop a million dollar offer. And like, I don't know if that's going to happen, but the fact that Jalen Rose said it means that. Someone yeah. at FedEx, or someone had put that in the ether that that's possible. You know what I mean? Say what you want about Jalen, but he is uh, he he has influence on young basketball players yes. to where like I I would where be, all like, of them are named Jalen. Yeah. yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, like Amani Bates was watching Jalen say that, and he's like, "It's yeah. a good idea. I should do that." Yeah. No, I mean, I, I and you know, I think 
It was Whereas when, when you and I say shit, no one, no one, no, no, no one's listening. No one's listening. <laughs> but it yeah. is funny because I had heard on Tuesday, like I said, from a source that he was going to Memphis, and then Jalen Rose on Wednesday goes on TV and basically talks about it as if he's it's a foregone conclusion yeah. that he's going to go to Memphis. So it does feel like all signs point to Monty Bates going to Memphis, and that that begs the question: If you're a Michigan State fan. How much do you hate Imani Bates? Because he was, oh, he was born in Ann Arbor. Dude. You know this. Like, he was born in Ann Arbor. And I, I like that he never considered Michigan, you know, because that would be nice as a Mich- Michigan State fan. But the fact that he was born in Ann Arbor and then does this to your program, does this to Tom Izzo, I mean, this is... Dude, do, he did you not have to hate him forever. Uh, yes. He did not just commit and decommit, which is, uh, you know, it, it, it's... Di- like, you know, you, you could debate that. A guy commits, decommits. Yeah. He, he wants to reopen his commitment. But this as a was, fan, this was be, the commitment. Yes, Rizzo. as yeah. a fan, you're going to be upset. But like, if you're not a fan, you're like, calm down. Like, you yeah. don't have any right. The, the kid's making the decision best for him. I think where <laughs> Michigan State fans have a great case, Tate, is that uh, Amani Bates, when he committed, he <laughs> he used the word loyalty like 12 times. Yes. In his interview with Jay Harris on ESPN, yes. when him and his family put on the Michigan State hat, that he talked about how Michigan State had been recruited him since he was in seventh grade. Since I guess, I guess, with the implication being he wasn't. Uh, apparently a runaway number one guy back then like he is now and by number one I, I mean love number how every number one recruit has like a moment in time where they're like nobody believed in me and I was yeah. like yeah you were in fifth grade <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no one thought that this fifth grader was going to shock the world you know like Jordan it was like he got cut from his high school team in 10th grade. You know, like yeah. that's a little bit of a story, but like these kids are all trying to grasp <laughs> that story. They're like, yeah, my fourth grade teacher in PE, she told me I couldn't play. <laughs> You're like, yeah, because you probably late to class. Or something. Dude, there is a, if, if you listen to professional athletes, there is a, a massive overabundance of yes. guidance counselors and teachers who are telling kids that you won't amount to anything yeah, in this country. Who are these teachers? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're I've te- never met these teachers. Gotta talk to these teachers. Um, <laughs> But he talked about loyalty. He talked about Michigan State had been recruiting him forever. Yeah. Uh, the 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 phrase I think he uses, he's like, "I'm big on loyalty. Mm-hmm. Um, they 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 have been loyal to me, and I want to sh- I got to show them some love back." Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this was a thing. His, his dad, when he was talking about Amani committing to Michigan State, mentioned loyalty. Yeah. Loyalty to me sounds like money. You know what I mean? If you just replace loyalty with money, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Then everything is like so it checks out. I think Michigan State fans bought into that, and then when yeah. he decommitted, when he committed at the time, I remember like. The, the the general idea was that's great that's cool but there's like, no way he but there's no there. way he's gonna actually exactly play. whether he go yeah. he's gonna end up going to the G League or maybe the NBA will change the rule to where he can go straight exactly. to pro in 2022. Exactly. Um, so like Michigan State fans kind of knew he probably is not going to come to Michigan State. So even when he decommitted in May, I think it was like May first at the end of April, start of May. Yeah. Um, there there was still a sense of like we knew this was coming. I don't understand why you committed just to decommit like a couple months later, yeah. but. We kind of knew this was coming, but and enjoy- again, he reclassed, so we should have more time. We should have more of yeah. a runway into his decision. But right. then he decides to bump up a class, and then he, and he also decommits, and then that then, gets you really thinking about it. Yeah, and then suddenly you're like, wait, what? And the wheels start turning, yeah. and then all of the like, I saw this coming. Suddenly, we did not see this coming at all. And to give Imani an example, Bates, this would be like if LeBron James had come out in 2001 after he goes to ABCD camp and, and shocks the world and shows he's the best player. He comes out and says, I'm going to Ohio State. Mm-hmm. But we all know that he's going to go to the NBA. Right. And then as it's approaching the 2003 draft, uh, you know, there's another kid, Carmelo Anthony, that's going to Syracuse. And he says, I want to play with LeBron. And LeBron says, you know what? I'm going to Syracuse. I'm going to bump up a year and I'm yeah, going to go with Carmelo and I'm going to go to Syracuse. You yeah. know what I mean, that that is the the implication here. And the fact that Penny Hardaway finessed this whole thing. 
We should be giving Penny more credit because this is what we asked for. Like when Penny went to Memphis, we were like, this guy got this job off of mutiny. You know I have what I mean? no idea if he can coach, but my God, no. can he, he can, he can move strength. and shake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, what's funny about it. It's like, I, that an NBA player told me one time that Penny Hardaway, the reason he wasn't great or like one of the greatest is because he was quote unquote too nice. He was like, mm. he was like, that was the thing that held him back. Like Penny could have been mm-hmm. this amazing player, but he didn't have, you know, he was just too nice, kind of like Grant Hill, you know, he's just, yeah. he's kind of too nice, too humble, uh, wanted to be friends with everybody. So he couldn't get that competitive edge, but I don't see that at all based on the way that he moves as a coach. And he's, yeah, I, I'm becoming a fan. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm a fan of bad guys. Yeah. And, and I, when you put Larry Brown on your staff, you already got me. You got my attention. Right. And then when you get the number one recruit to reclass and then basically spit in the face of this loyal fan base to come play at Memphis, I really have. I'm with you. I, I'm starting to come around on Penny because I think for me, it's like a bell curve of how much I like you and yeah. how much of a bad guy you are. Is like yeah. if if you do it. Wait, is it a bell curve? I don't know. I just kind of threw that out there. It sounds good. Yeah. About <laughs> yeah. It's actually a bell curve. It's got people thinking. Uh, if it's, it's not another thing about it, it's definitely not a bell curve. Um, <laughs> If, if you have a couple instances of chicanery <laughs> yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, such as forming a coup to oust Tubby Smith and take his job. Amazing. Um, getting the Wiseman family to move. Like yes. a couple instances, I'm like, I don't like this guy. I don't like the vibe he's mm-hmm. putting off. I don't like mm-hmm. how he's he's crapping all over the sanctity of college basketball. Yeah. I don't like anything about this. But the more you just stay true to who you are and go all in on that. Yeah. Eventually, you win me over. Yeah, it's which like, is why I it's love like Rick Wade. Stansberry. You know, yeah. a lot of people are like, "I that guy should not be in college basketball." Yes. But I, I look at Rick Stansberry as like, he is who he is, yes. and he knows who yes. he is. So he went to Western Kentucky, and he's like, "I'm getting Charles Bassey to play here." And I think that's home. ultimately why I can't, I can't get there with John Calipari. Yeah. I can't get there because Cal he's is like, both he's, sides. he's trying to play both sides, yeah. and I'm like, Cal, just take he the wants mask to be off, Dean dude. Smith. Just do it. Yeah, just it, go. Yeah, just go there. I'll, I'll, I'll join you. I promise. If you fall, I'll catch you. Yes, but you got to fall, John. You got to fall mm-hmm. and he just won't fall. Yeah. He just refuses to fall. Um, same with self kind of a little bit. Like I like, I like Bill a lot, but uh, you know. shout out to my guy, MJ Rice, who just got signed to yeah. Kansas. Yeah. I'm not sure he's ever talked to Bill self. He- same deal. Bill <laughs> self. Like I got really excited. Cause when he was making the, uh, the video of him with the chain on and he's going through the record store and like, oh. as, as a, the, the whole Kansas situation with the FBI and everything, I was like, this is a great moment. Cause Bill self is going to be like, screw all this. I, I, why I, I tried to play the game the right way. Yeah. It's going to come for me now. Yeah. I'm going to get patinoed. Mm-hmm. Like I thought he was just going to rip the mask off and be like, I'm all in on, I'm, I'm now Will Wade. I'm now Bruce Pearl. I'm now uh Sean Miller, but he kind of is doing it. He's, he's kind of stuck that. to his gun. He's dude. above that. I know. And it's not fun. I, mean, I want you to be the funny thing about Kansas is that these kids that are going there, it's like, if you just, you know, if you're a journalist, you know, and mm-hmm. you, and you work your trace, you trace it back. You're like, Oh, Adidas kid. Yeah, Adidas of course. kid. Of course. Adidas high school. Yeah. Went to this, you know, AAU program, even though he was in a Nike program the year before. And Adidas, you know, Kansas is their top school. So like Bill Self is untouchable up here. No yeah. way anybody's going to come and say anything to him. But like Louisville, NC State, those are the second tier Adidas teams. And that's why I found Mike Woodson I'm looking at this situation. And I'm like, get Louisville, NC State out of here. Bump us up. Number yeah, two. we'll take number two. We are the number two Adidas school. <laughs> They'll start treating us like it. I mean, that's the biggest like everyone talks about Indiana being a dormant program. And, yeah. and, a, and it has been and not a blue blood. The biggest indictment remains that basically every Adidas school in this country not really, but it feels that way. Yeah. Got slammed for the FBI cheating and, and mm-hmm. bag dropping in college mm-hmm. basketball and Indiana didn't. Indiana, like it, it, Adidas thought so little of Indiana they wouldn't even funnel kids to Indiana. Yeah. What the hell? Well, no, they knew that they wouldn't. 
They were like, they won't <laughs> they're do above it. it. They're yeah. Above, yeah. They're like, they're trying to Bobby Knight Bob, us. Bob Knight so, would never. Yeah. You yeah. can't do this. <laughs> and now Leon Rose is calling Mike Woods and he's like, what do you guys need? To answer your question, if I'm Michigan State, I am not happy in the slightest. And I think they have every right to be. And not even just like, not even just in the sports fandom part of this, where it's like, I, of course, I'm going to be upset that the best player decommitted to our school and is yeah. going to another school. I think they got the, the, the way this was handled by the Amani Bates and the Bates family. If in fact he ends up going to Memphis, it's, 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 it's messed up. Yeah. There's no other way to put yeah. it. But that's this game, you know, like that's the, that's the business. And I'm sure at some point, I don't know. Maybe, I, I don't know if I am, but like, I, the, I think Tom Izzo is the interview I want to see. You yeah. Know what I mean, like I want to, I want someone to ask Tom Izzo about this. I hope, he's, Tom, a, I hope he's on a golf course, you know, and he's like, you know, just pulling up and someone randomly is filming him with their phone. And they're like, coach Izzo, what do yeah. you think about Amani Bates? And he's like, he just punches the guy. <laughs> well, is this a good, is, is, is this a final straw for Izzo? Mm. Is he going to do the Roy Williams? I just lost to Brad Davison. This yeah. game is clearly passed me by. I'm going to throw my hands up and quit. Move. I mean, coach K and Roy, have said without saying that the game has changed. Mm -hmm. It's a full-on transition. They don't want to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Bayheim has his son there, so I think he'd be in the same camp if he didn't have Buddy. Uh, Izzo is definitely in also has same. a son there. Oh yeah, so yeah. He, that's why Stephen's there. Yeah. That's right. Also so has a son. as soon as their sons are out, they're gone. You think so? Yeah, for sure. No I, doubt I about mean, it. If I was Izzo, then the old guard is done. And Mick Cronin is going to be the face of the new guy. Here's the other thing. It's it's not just that that just ha that this happened to Tom Izzo in Michigan State, it, it, assuming that it happens, which, again, Crystal Balls is, telling is, us. is on the phone. Yes. She's telling us. Yes. This She's is working. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not just that this happened. It's that if something like this happened 10, 15, 20 years ago, mm -hmm. everybody is rushing to Tom Izzo's defense. Everybody is piling on Imani Bates oh, and the yeah. family and saying, yeah. like, this is garbage. This is not how you handle your business. Yes. This is it, this is a, a, a clear sign of immaturity, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now the opposite's happened where Tom Izzo gets did dirty. And he's 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 left standing there, just like, is anyone going to have my back? And everyone's like, the kid did what's best for him. Yeah. Shut up, coach. Yeah. It's and not about has, you, and then he coach. Has to take, yeah, it's not yeah. about you. I bet, coach. I bet if you wanted to quit Michigan State and go coach the Cavs, you could have done that. So why don't you shut up and sit there and take it? Facts. And then Tom Izzo's like, you know what? I'm gonna go to that golf course. <laughs> see <you guys. laughs> I'll see you guys later. How much? How much more time does my son got? I, okay, right, I feel gonna... really bad for Michigan State fans, but again, you know. Memphis is the story. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, like, I don't want to get caught up feeling bad about Michigan State when I really just want to watch Memphis. <laughs> Should you just Darren Rovell tweet when Trump won the election? Yeah. I feel bad for Michigan State, but this is tremendous content. Is that what you just did? No, I'm just, this is, I am jumping over. I am fully in on yeah. Penny Hardaway and I have been waiting for this. And we were promised this. Yeah, I, th I think the one thing, we've been, the one thing we've been Three waiting on with the Penny Hardaway story arc at memphis is a team that's actually competitive and good though you know and yeah, like hopefully this this happened hopefully this is now the time Je wiseman i think that that team is going to be good and then yeah i mean um, precious was good yeah. if they, that, that, they had that, both of those guys they were going to be good yeah and they're i mean the real kicker here we have to say this i have not watched amani bates play much but what <laughs> i've seen i'm not sure that amani bates is going to make memphis automatically like what if he sucks i'm not sure that he's gonna come in and just dominate you know i, I really not so that'll be fascinating too because if he's not dominating he's gonna opt out <laughs> he is there's no <laughs> doubt about it and that is the that when the coaches talk about the new See, this is, era of college basketball that's what they're talking about this is where i go this <laughs> is the same thing i said about penny where it's like you do a little bit i'm not a fan you do a lot and i'm like i'm all in on that yeah i feel that way about a money base like right now i'm like dude you kind of did michigan state the way you've handled all this is kind of like you're talking loyalty and then you stab yeah. him in the back yeah. and you're going to memphis like i don't mm -hmm. like how you handle all this 
If he plays three games for Memphis and then opts out, yes. I'm the biggest Imani Bates fan. Because that's like, yeah, that's, that's the final. Then, then he's, he's, he's got Penny and Izzo both standing there just like, what the hell just happened? I mean, and I'm going <laughs> to be quite honest with kid. you. These kids, like if, if you've been playing AAU basketball, you've had the ball in your hand, you've had no coach kind of say, hey, you're going to play the three today. You're not going to play the one. You're not going to have the ball in your hand. You're not, you haven't had this kind of coaching yet. Larry Brown is going to be all on your ass. Yeah. Like, I mean, Larry yeah. Brown may recruit you and get you there and be nice. Yeah, but he's actually going to coach you really hard, and I'm not sure that's been necessarily the case at Memphis. So, I, I, it's a fascinating <laughs> so like the social experience of that. You know what I mean? Like Coach Larry Brown just going where, at, like we might get stories like Allen Iverson. Yeah, you know what I mean? Where like he, Monty Bates, is like I don't need to practice, and Larry All Brown's right, like he has to practice. Let's do our content power rankings, uh, just off the cuff right now. <laughs> um, with we got Coach K retirement tour. We got UCLA coming off a of Final Four. Oh where man, Johnny Juzang's back. Johnny Juzang's yeah. back. Uh, their number one recruit coming in next year's mom is dating Drake, maybe or maybe not. Yes. Who knows? But like that's kind Friends. of content. Friends. Um, we got. Let's assume Amani Bates commits to Memphis. Yeah. Uh, let's say what else is there? Uh, Chet Holmgren's going to Gonzaga. I was going to say Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren. Chet, they're top three. Give me, give me your your power ranking, your content power rankings mm. of which team. What what is the content power rankings going into next season as it stands right now in terms of like I got to keep my eye on this team. Coach K's farewell tour was an insurmountable lead. You know what I yeah. mean? It, it felt like nothing could even come close. But then Greg Popovich and Kevin Durant win the gold medal without mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Huge L, major L. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they can deal with it. Um, and then with this whole Memphis situation, if they both go there and they have the top two recruits, this is Coach K's nightmare. They have the, two number one recruits. Two number one recruits. <laughs> yeah. And Coach K has one number one recruit. Yeah. The only thing that could really save it uh, as far as Coach K's you know, farewell tour is if Banchero is actually the best out of those three. So Duke has the actual number one. You know, yeah. Memphis has two number ones, but the real number one's at Duke. So my content power rankings, number one, Coach K farewell tour and Paolo Banchero. I would agree. Number two, Memphis. And they have shot up. Uh, to that number two spot. And this is, you know, if Amani Bates, it's an asterisk, if Amani Bates does go and play there. And then number three, I think, is Kansas. Uh, Whoa. At large. Um, because Kansas is, to me, the number one team in the country that nobody's talking about. Uh, Interesting. I love Akbaji. You know I love Akbaji. Uh, and I love that he's coming back. And they're, like, too deep at every position. Yeah. Uh, Remy Martin goes there. Kyle's guy. What is that content, Tate? Remy Martin I, I is content. I don't need Bill to know Self if they're good. Content. Yes, no, we're not talking about it, who's good. It's all because Villanova's up there. But Villanova, let's be honest, like Villanova's it's not all great content. content Remy Martin, a month in in December, may say I am opting out and going to play in Europe. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I can't get playing time at Kansas. So Kansas is number three for me. And then I have Gonzaga, Chet Holmgren, is you know Drew Timmy's probably like you know lurking on the outside. Okay. What about you? I have probably Coach K number one, yes. obviously, because yes. uh, the other the other wrinkle in all this is how much power, like as the season goes on, how much power is John Shire collecting? Mm. You know what I mean? Like as he, he he's going to start Zero. out, he's going to start out being the assistant coach of the season, but like as the calendar is turning to March, is John Shire like taking a bit? Like is is he the one standing up off the bench and pointing guys' directions and calling timeouts? Is he the one yelling at refs? Mm. Is he starting to get his feet wet in that regard? Oh and there's God. a power struggle as to who's... I just threw up in my mouth <laughs> a little bit. Dude, that would be great for Duke. Or like for us, oh. like talking about Duke, to have John Shire and Coach K no, fighting I, each other for the steering wheel of the, the ship? I've gone full 180. I am going to miss Coach K so much. Oh my like, I, I, I cannot that? believe that he's going to leave what us. Is, I need Coach K. 
Give me that clip. It's, yeah. it's like Star Wars. Cut, cut it's like, out. who wants to see Star Wars Chris without K. Darth Vader? <laughs> I mean, literally, who wants to watch that? Not anybody watching the new movies, that's for sure. And they show Rogue okay, One and Darth Vader shows up for 10 seconds and everyone's like, the best one we've seen. My 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 Star Wars lore is not good, but who is Darth Vader's like understudy? If mm. that guy and Darth Vader were fighting as they were both trying to fight the Jedis, is it? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that would make a good movie, right? Like Darth Vader's like old and mm -hmm. he's... <laughs> he's all right this analogy's falling apart <laughs> anyway uh coach k is number one number two cal state northridge mark god oh yeah, the yeah, yeah 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 next to his yeah, name yeah, is yeah, he yeah. that <laughs> that's actually true that never mind take memphis down to three <laughs> godfrey's number two number three uh ucla <laughs> i think uh assuming that we can get poly pavilion back to full capacity yeah which is uh actually like half capacity until like halfway through the second half and then people start to trickle in yeah that is true if we can get the Pavilion Club back to full capacity, um, I think the UCLA, this UCLA season is is one of the most anticipated UCLA seasons of my yeah. lifetime. I think a lot of people are talking about Johnny Juzang, and by a lot of people, I'm talking about myself. But it's Triple J for me, Hami Hawkins yes. Jr. I mean, that is yes. he was playing in the Drew League with Baron Davis. I watched a little bit of it uh, online. The two of them, like a little five minute clip, and it, Baron Davis is like basically teaching him how to play basketball. Yeah. And Hami Hawkins is like. Get Baron Davis is sneakily the great, might be the greatest alum yes. to his school yes. basketball wise. He's saving UCLA basketball. Yes. Yes. Because like we, we, Peyton Watson did his commitment with us and he talked about like, he's like best friends with Baron Davis. Yeah. And you're like, how does this keep, how is Baron Davis friends with all? And well, because Baron Davis is like, I want a blue blood. He's putting the boots on the ground, baby. Yeah. He's getting out in the streets and he's like, he's greasing the wheels. And California kids, like they take a lot of pride because as you and I know, being Midwest Southern kid. Yeah. When you play California kids, what do you say? They're, They're soft. soft. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the California kids are. <laughs> I to say exactly. Because we know. And the California yeah. kids have banded together yes. finally. Yeah. And they're taking pride in that. And they're yeah. like, oh, we're soft. Well, we're also but, Hollywood and we'll yeah. see you at UCLA. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're going to have we're going to enjoy our blue blood. And that is the angle that Baron Davis has pushed on them. And I think that's the right way to approach it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Anyway, UCLA is, uh, I, I do think, like, the more I think Apologies about it, like, to the California this is the players. most excited I've been for UCLA basketball season maybe ever, including yeah. 1996. They win the title in 95 and they come back. I, I don't think I was as excited as I am now. Um, so that's probably it. Who cares about the rest? Yeah. That's it. Cal State Northridge. I was excited for Lonzo. And, I'm not going to lie. But I, yeah. knew, I, I knew that Alford was the coach, so we knew that there was a cap. There was, there was a cap, yeah. yeah. It could There's, be that fun. And I don't think I realized how good Lonzo was going to be. Like going into that season, I yeah. knew like they had high expectations, but I was like, I don't know, I'll wait and see about the kid. And then like when the season started, I was like, all right, I'm buying in. Yeah, but I going into the game season, and I was like, I is this guy Jason Kidd, dude? Yeah, I mean, how good was he? He was great. I think he will be great on the Bulls. By the way, I actually like that fit. R.I.P. Kobe White in Chicago, though. Yeah. All right, uh, that's it. We're gonna take a break. Come back, and uh, we got some fun we're gonna do. Yeah, before we, uh, wrap treat. this thing up. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with zero limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. At T-Mobile for Business, unconventional thinking means they see things differently. So you can focus on what matters most. Where some see another small town, T-Mobile sees businesses and need of connectivity. So they built the largest 5G network to cover cities, towns, and most interstate miles in between. 
Where some see a caller in a queue, they see an opportunity for experts to provide real-time solutions. Where some see another virtual meeting, they see 5G-enabling wireless, real-time translations to help your businesses succeed almost anywhere you work. Their unique approach has made T-Mobile for Business the leader in 5G, number one in customer satisfaction, and a partner who includes benefits like 5G in every plan. So you get it all without trade-offs. Unconventional thinking, it's better for business, T-Mobile for Business. Open Signal Awards T-Mobile is America's fastest 5G network. 5G user experience report July 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See tmobile.com for details. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Back to Tyson Tate. All right. Joining us now is yes. a very special guest. As it says on our big board, special guest. In all caps. Katie, all caps. <laughs> Katie Underwood, who has been an intern here at mm. Fox Sports, has helped us out with Titus and Tate. Uh, first of all, did you, you said you typed that special guest, Katie Underwood. You've been working the graphics on the show. Yes, I did. Okay, so how <laughs> did, this feels very Coach K putting out the, the yes. non-conference schedule where he puts his own face four times. How do we feel about that? The Katie. I kind of like this. This is like speaking in third person. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, you know, when you think about it in, in the whole journey in your life, you know, you want to get to the point where you can write your name up on a billboard. So yeah. here it is on Titus and T. Yeah. So uh, let, let's set up. <laughs> Sorry Thanks this for is, the support. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the support. Let's set up what we're doing here, Katie. Uh, <laughs> your last day is tomorrow. Do I have that correct? Well, Basically today. Basically today. Yeah. Okay. Your, your internship. You're taking tomorrow off. I always have Fridays off. Okay. Well, your internship is ending. And uh, yeah. if if you paid attention to uh, mm. what Katie's last name is, it's Underwood. Now, mm. uh, my mind immediately goes three places, Tate. Number one, Carrie Underwood. Okay. She's my cousin. Cousin. Wow. Both that's from Oklahoma, cool. whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That checks out. <laughs> number two, uh, the dude from House of Cards, which I don't think that one plays. No, we well. throw him out. We yeah, get him yeah, out of here. Yeah. Number three, the head coach of the fighting Illini, Brad mm. Underwood, who uh, Katie, See, number one on my list. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Katie is uh, related to in some capacity. Katie, would you like to tell the people at home how you're related to uh, Brad Underwood? Uh, he happens to be my father. Yes. Oh, wow. So, so, my understanding is you have an interest in journalism. You Part of the reason you took this uh, internship at Fox is to get your foot in the door with sports journalism. What Tate and I are going to do on your last day is teach you a lesson about gotcha journalism. And Katie, yeah. we got you because we're putting you in the chair. We're going to ask you anything. Let's go. Let's get it going. Can't think of anything better. Um, what, uh, what, what, is, what is that like? I'm, I'm fascinated by this. Uh, coaches, kids... We talk about coaches' kids all the time on this show. Too. Yes. Usually it's like players. Usually it's Brad Calipari. Mm -hmm. um, Steven Izzo gets shout outs. But we've done it with like Jay Billis' son. Buddy Beheim. Yeah. I mean, Jay Billis' son. Anyone in the media that has children, you know, we are trying to be friendly with them, but we also like to talk to them <laughs> and pick their brain. What kind of coach's daughter are you? Like a Hayden <laughs> Panettiere and, and Friday Night Lights type? Are you like a, I'm not really into basketball that much? Yeah. What, what, how would you do a self assessment here? Uh, or Hayden Pinatier and uh, Remember the Titans, where you just like love meant. the Not game. Friday Night Lights. Yeah. What did I say? Friday Night Lights? Yeah, well, I, didn't, I was like, is yeah, yeah. Definitely the Remember the Titans. I don't know. Literally, I, ball is life. That's all I have to say. Really? Like, wow. That's good to hear. It's constant. Is and that, I love it. Is that so. by choice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's one, not by choice, but then it's kind of become my choice over the years yeah. as mm. I've gotten older. Mm. Do, do you play? So, uh, no. <laughs> that's okay. How, how does your dad feel about that? Uh, probably fine. I leave that. I leave that up to Tyler. <laughs> he's listening right now. He's like, not fine. Oh, that's I mean, right. Yeah, your brother's on the your brother's on the yeah. team. Yeah. Well, he's on the staff now. Oh, because he graduated, he graduated last yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. He's he's. It yeah. would have been his like seventh year. He had eligibility, oh, yeah, right. and he was like, 
yeah, can't do this anymore. Something happened. You hearing that, Brad Davison? Yeah, back it up. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) What uh, what's it like um, being uh, in the public eye a little bit? Where, uh, you know, like like people. Has your dad like had a talk with you where he's like, now listen, Katie, if you so much as do X, Y, Z, this is a reflection Mm. on the Illinois basketball program. So I need you to keep it together. Well, yeah, I'll give you a great example. So this was kind of my choice. I mean, just because of, I don't know, living as a coach's daughter. So COVID obviously happened. Mm. And I, so at the start of last year, so junior year of college, I was like, I do not want to be the person to ruin Illinois basketball for everybody. Cause I was like, I still want to see my dad. I want to see my brother. I want to see my family. So I like voluntarily chose to like kind of isolate from everyone for like a semester. (laughs) I mean, that's dedication. That's that's ball is life. No, I know. So no one got COVID. I never got COVID. My family was safe. What were your friends saying the whole time? Were they, were they happy about this? Cause they're like, if Katie's going to hunker down and bunker down with the team, <laughs> no, we obviously li- are going to win the national championship. That's yeah. what I well, would that, think. That was my thinking. I was like, I mean, we're going to win it all. Yeah. Like, how do we not? So, so how do you feel about Cameron Crutwig? Yeah, when you, when say, I say that name, COVID wasn't your problem. It was yeah. Cameron um, did you guys see the tweet? It was like, my fall plans and it was like the Delta variant. <laughs> yeah. yeah and it was Cameron Crutwig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That was my favorite. Um, he's, <laughs> Let's, we don't have to talk about him. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's well, PTSD. We said you could say pass to anything. That was <laughs> yeah. our one rule. We did tell them that. We're like, that's how gotcha journalism works. You have to give them one thing. You're like, you can always say pass. Uh, so you, what, what, you go to Illinois, I, yes. I assume. Yes. Would, I would that be, did you have a choice in this matter? Do you feel? Well, okay. So I went to three high schools. Yeah. And every year I was like, oh, I'm going to go. I thought I was going to go somewhere in Texas when I lived there. Stephen F. Austin days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen F. Austin what, days. What town's that in? Not Nacogdoches. Yeah. I was, I was try, like, try saying that. Nacogdoches. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I hope someone else says it. Um, then I was like, oh, Oklahoma State. I thought my dad was going to be there forever. Then my senior year, we moved to Champaign. And I was like, where yeah. the heck do I go? So I applied literally the most random schools ever. Do, do you and ever, then I was like, I might as well just stay here. Like I just got here. Do you ever yeah. like try to? Do you ever like pull your dad aside and be like, I mean, we've we've been at Kansas State, Oklahoma State, South Nacogdoche, Carolina, Nacogdoches, <laughs> Texas, Champaign, Illinois. Like, can we get the St. John's job? Can we get the LMU job? Like, can we I get mean, like some pop in here, Dad? Where like I can live in a real city here? Well, South Carolina. That was in Columbia. That was fun. That was it's, fun. It was, other than Champagne, because Champagne's mm-hmm. obviously your favorite. Um, but what, what's your favorite? <laughs> what's your favorite city? <laughs> what's your favorite one that you've lived in other than Champagne? They're all different for so many reasons. Texas mm. is like home. Yeah. Because I was lived. I mean, I lived there only three years, but I was a little older. So Texas is home, but my family's from Kansas. Mm. But Columbia, South Carolina, was like my favorite place to live. Yeah. I mean, I like that's all. a big W for Columbia, South yeah. Carolina, by the way. I mean, yeah. I don't think a lot of people would say that would be the number one choice there. Yeah. Just like living. I mean, no one cared about basketball. So that was the only downfall. Yeah. Whereas like the smaller towns like, you know, Stillwater, Oklahoma, it's like, well. You probably were incognito at South Carolina a little bit. I mean, people. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. Well, and when my dad was there, I mean, we were just not good. So no one cared. Yeah. No one had ever cared about basketball there. And Spurrier so. was still there, I think, at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. has been a while ago. <laughs> How much do you have to? Uh, do, do you bother? You personally bother uh, learning the traditions and the the lore of each place you're at and all that kind of stuff, or you just kind of like trust <laughs> that it's going to find its way to you uh, when you move to new? I s- 
I hate to admit it because I go to school at Illinois, but sometimes, because you know the saying like ILL and then you say I, I and I. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I just like, I still don't understand it and I still don't <laughs> grasp it. So someone would be like, I alone. And I'm like, yeah, I alone. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh shoot, that's not what I'm supposed to be saying right now. But she's Michael Scott, like trying to get someone to say up dog. And then you just look at the camera and like, got him. Got him. I mean, yeah. So they catch on after a while. They yeah. catch on. Uh, is there, so Titus and I, obviously we talk about, you know, all the coaches and their children. Brad Calipari is probably number one on our power rankings. You know, he has a tattoo famously that says earned, not, not given. Yeah. Um, yeah. And of course, everything that he has done is hundred yes. percent earned as we know. <laughs> is there anyone out there that is a, a, a sibling, a son, a daughter of any of these top coaches that you're like, I have a rivalry with them. Yeah, should we start a rivalry? Like, do, you do you have, have a beef one? with them? And if you don't, then who can we call out? Is Steven Izzo I feel like Jawan, on deck? I feel like Jawan Howard's kids, right? Yeah. Like that I mean, would be, that would be spicy. Yeah, because like Illinois and Michigan kind of hate each other right now. Like, yeah. We, yeah. Just call it Hunter Dickinson. You know yeah, what I mean? Hunter <laughs> Dickinson. Well, he likes to talk, but that's yeah. another story. I don't know. One comes to mind, but I don't know if I should. All right. That's okay. Well, you, can you can say pass. We're not trying to. I'll just say no, because... <laughs> I mean, I might as well. So when we were at Oklahoma State, mm. we played Wichita State and like yeah. destroyed them. It yeah. was awesome. So Greg Marshall was the coach at Wichita State. Maggie Marshall. Yeah. She's my age. Oh. So we were like, there was some stuff there. We eventually became like friends. Now we don't talk anymore, but. That's all right. This is part so of it was just older. like kind of funny. Like, yeah, I mean, that was a good beef too. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but it, I, I, there was beef because like we destroyed them. But then yeah. it was like, Oh, we're in the same boat together. Like, yeah. let's be friends. And you were in Kansas for a little while. Like you said, you have family yeah. in Kansas. So you yeah, kinda... so it was like a good little connection. Yeah. Does does uh, having a, a father coaching at a Big Ten school uh, where the um, you guys were one seed this year mm -hmm. and the pressure that comes with it, the spotlight that comes with it, all that kind of stuff. Uh, does he ever, you said ball is life. Does he ever turn it off? Is there ever, did, did you have to wear that all season mm -hmm. with, with your dad? Is there ever a time where you can... Just be like, Dad, can we just watch like Gilmore Girls reruns together or something? <laughs> like, do we have to talk about? Dad, can we watch Outer Banks season like, two, please? <laughs> Guys, it literally doesn't stop. <laughs> so like, what, like ever. What, what no, was the off season like? As Tate and I were doing our shows, <laughs> and we're like, Oh my God, Illinois basketball's falling apart because yeah. all the coaches are leaving. Like, just from your perspective, what it was the? <laughs> were you telling your dad what you were hearing from us? You're like the yeah. journalists here. <laughs> no, oh no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, the off season, I honestly just felt bad. Yeah. But it was fine. Like everyone was saying it was like the m worst off season ever. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, I was like, honestly, we're, we're fine. Yeah. Like, well, we're and, great. And, so. and if we look back, you know, we're saying all this and you're yeah. just sitting over there and you're like, <laughs> I'm like, they're running, fine. Like, yeah. so <laughs> well, we did the show where we're, when I, when I walked in and I was like, I want to spend like 20 minutes talking about Illinois basketball. <laughs> he was sitting right over there just like. Taking it all in. Yeah. Good job, guys. Yeah, she's like recording on her phone for her dad. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what they're saying. Well, one of the things on this program that we love is the message to the haters. So we were the haters. We were saying Illinois was dead. Yep. Kofi Coburn was going to the NBA. So do you have a yeah. message for the people like us who were saying that? Because Kofi Coburn obviously stays at home. You mm -hmm. guys have Trent Frazier coming back. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Kurt Bello. Yeah, so we have a real squad now. So do you want to say something to the rest of the Big Ten and the rest of the haters that were, like Hunter Dickinson that was saying all this stuff? <laughs> yeah. Um. To the haters, I say trust the process. Oh. <laughs> Very Joel and beat right. of you. Okay. But to Hunter Dickinson, uh, see you, see you in the fall. Oh. See you in the spring. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, what are what is my dad like? 
Five and out against. Michigan. Oh yes. What is, I don't know yes. what the like actual stat is, but I mean, I mean it checks out. We'll for say the five record, uh, I I do believe that Illinois should be the Big Ten champion this uh, year. Yeah, yeah, don't get me started yeah. on that. Yeah, I, 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 I got fired up about it too, and everyone thought it was like anti-Michigan. It really wasn't. It was just like anti. Kofi Coburn's of, the best big in the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think that's fair too. Yeah, yeah, uh, he is. I agree. I'm yeah. saying that on the show officially. I just. Uh, uh, what about your time at Fox? What what have what have you enjoyed? What have you learned? What's your Gosh. favorite? Uh, yeah. What's your favorite show to work on? Because you've been working on other shows <laughs> as well. Um, totally, you guys. Thank oh, you. thank you, thank you. I feel Please. like I relate to it the most, but honestly, this has been the most incredible summer. Just yeah. meeting everybody, like being able to sit here with you guys. Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's been the worst part? Who's, who's treated you poorly? Uh, we'll you know, ca- this camera heads. guy over here has yeah, not guy. been nice. No, we'll bust some heads. Not oh nice. man! Is there anything else, Tate? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think this was a just you know a nice experience. Now we know that Katie's you know Katie's keeping now, an eye on. She's us. now been folded into the family. By yeah. the way, Katie. So now, we're Illinois fans now. Yeah, as the season well, progresses. Yeah. If you guys I mean, are ever in Champagne, let me know. I mean, we're going to be in Champagne. We're going to be mean, in Champagne at some point. And, and, you know, if, uh, you know, you ever hear a thing or two and you want to just like yeah. throw some eye emojis with a yeah. link to something just or other. Just question mark, question mark, yeah. emoji. emoji. That's, That's all you got to do. We, we okay. speak in emojis. So like you have mm. plausible deniability. If you mm. just, if you just send Tate and I a DM using just emojis, which yeah. I understand the setup of this premise <laughs> sounds yeah, a little cut sketchy. That, cut that. <laughs> sounds a little sketchy. Uh, we'll understand it. So if you just do like eye yeah. emojis and then the Plain, hundred with the line. Yeah. yeah. And then Plain. like downside, the like, you know, like it's going to touch down and then we're going to pay this top recruit, you know, like that. <laughs> and then when the, the, FBI, can read between okay, the lines. Okay, okay. And then when the FBI calls, you can just be like, I, did, I didn't say anything. No. I was, I was literally just emojis. sending a picture. Yeah. You were like, was I was flying back to LA to say, hey to my guys. I touched down in LA. Exactly. Like whatever. What have you, has this internship been valuable to you? You've learned, have you learned anything? Or has it just oh, been all fun? I games? learned so much. All right. Like that's that's important. It exceeded my expectations, like so much. I did the so. same internship in 2014. I was really? an intern at Fox, at Fox Sports. Sports. Yeah. And FS1 launched that same summer. No I was way. there in the background when it launched. I was like, this is the future of sports. That's Carissa so sick. Thompson was like, we got this set, we got that set. And I was like, I'm You're confused. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. But I did learn a lot. It was a great No, internship. it's awesome. I mean, Fox is an unbelievable company. So. Yeah. And in the future, let's see, seven years, if we do the math right, you'll be sitting right here. Yeah. You'll have your own show. A podcast with, uh, I don't know, who who would be the equivalent? Maggie Marshall. (laughs) Or whatever her name was. (laughs) (laughs) Marshall Underwood. Oh, boy. That'll be it. (laughs) That'd be interesting. Well, Katie, we appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for Um, having me on, guys. We're proud of you, Katie. What's your, my last question, what's your end goal? What what do you want to do with journalism? Journalism's a broad thing. What are we trying to do? You trying to? Sports broadcasting. Nice. Sideline reporting, in yeah. studio hosting, mm. the whole. I, just have to, I have to be around. Yeah, Jenny Tapp. Yeah. Love Jenny. I have Tapp. to be around sports. Yeah. So whatever that is, count me in. It's fun because there's no there's no stakes whatsoever. You can be no. wrong about everything, and yeah. that, like if you, <laughs> in like, fact, you might get bigger if you're wrong about everything. <laughs> if you're wrong about everything. Yeah, you people, win. People kind of love it. Like if you're reporting on war, for example, yeah. and you're wrong. That's a then, problem. Then you're, yeah. That's a problem. You messed yeah. up. <laughs> yes. You're reporting on sports and you're like, Illinois is doomed. And then now you look up and Illinois is like probably the third or fourth best. Because you can always caveat it. it. You were like, look, they were doomed <laughs> they until were. this, this, and <laughs> that happened. Yeah. You, know? you can come up with anything. It's yeah, great. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right. We, we close every show, as you know, with shout outs and closeouts. Do you have shout outs and closeouts? See? Do you want to? Yeah. Look at that. She's working as she's talking to us. Unbelievable. Do you have anybody you want to shout out? Ayo DeSumo. Chicago Bulls, Summer yes. League, yeah. balling he's out. He's killing it. Yeah, is he really? I, mean, yeah. I haven't seen yeah, him. He's, he's playing well. 
That's what um, I'm saying. Kobe Wyatt's got to get out of there. He's got to go somewhere else. Yeah. Because Io's coming. Lonzo's there. Is no. Io your favorite? Uh, just as a fan, if you have mm -hmm. to pick like a favorite player, your dad is He's, coached. I wasn't gonna say. Yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> your 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 favorite player that like just being a fan of your dad's teams, <laughs> and you're like, I want to see Thomas that guy succeed. Like Thomas, Thomas Walkup. Andre Curbelo. Oh, yeah. wow. Curbelo's already supplanting people. Yeah. This is oh, that's encouraging gosh. if you're a fan of Illinois. Phil Forte, yeah. duh. Phil Forte. Oh, that's <laughs> a good Phil Forte one. might be the one. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, Trent Frazier, duh. Oh, yeah. love like Trent Like a brother. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. There's, All right. There's so many. Yeah. All right. Trent so. Frazier's number one. I got to get that jersey. I got to get that yeah. Frazier jersey. I need that. I need that ASAP. I'll see what I can do. Oh, please. <laughs> do you have shout outs, Tate? Uh, I just want to shout. Up. I was going to shout out uh, just in general the summer league experience. I am watching all these games, and Kai Jones and the Charlotte Hornets are just they're dunking all over did, everybody. Did Trey Jones uh, hit a game winner against us? And yeah, against no, Kai or because no? nobody cares about the outcome of summer league. That's not why we're here. No one's keeping <laughs> score. You know what I mean? This is like when you play golf with your friends. You're like, I keeping score. You know what I mean? We're just oh, having we're just a good time here out here for a good time. Exactly. And our team time. looks great. <laughs> Katie gets it. <laughs> Katie gets it. So for the record, uh, we don't care. But no, we don't care. But. Yeah. For the record, a Duke player did hit a game winner. And I've Tate's, seen him do that Tate's before. Favorite yeah, no, no, no. I've, yeah. I've seen it before. For it's the second same time. Guy. <laughs> same guy. I was like, I can't believe this. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. I want to uh speaking of speaking of Duke, I want to shout out Coach K. Oh yeah. I'm gonna shout him out. Uh maybe we can get his kids on our show someday. Uh, yeah. if I say enough nice things. He's doing a farewell tour. Do you think your dad would ever do a farewell tour when he's time to hang it up? Does he have that in him? Is he wired that way? Is he mm. like, I'm gonna have everybody? He wins three championships and, at Illinois and he's like, yeah. I'm just gonna ride this thing out. Do like a two-year farewell tour. I, I want to see that. That's yeah. that's up in the stakes. Like these are my final two years. I like that. I like when you <laughs> announce that it's your last year, and then you get later in the year, you're like, actually, I'm coming actually, back. Yeah, actually. I think psych. the uh, <laughs> the if you're doing a preemptive announcement, I think doing it like right before March is the time to do it. Did, mm. well, didn't John Wooden do that? Yeah. Or was his before the season? Because I feel like in my head, the way Wooden went out was like right before the NCAA tournament. He was. In fact, it might have been like before the title game. I was going to say, wow. I feel like he told us, I thought it was before the tournament, he told everyone yeah, he's going to retire. That's the way to do it. Because then it's like, yeah. we have to win. Yeah, yeah. the whole team was like, year. if we don't win, coach. Tell your, tell your dad forever. that. That's a tactic for next year. Because like, you, it didn't, yeah. like, it, obviously, upsets happen. Listen, we've, we've, if you're a fan of a team, you're gonna you're gonna be a one seed someday. Yeah, Florida this to, year against Oral Roberts. Right, Florida the, yeah. lost Oral Roberts. Embarrassing, <laughs> very embarrassing. Um, so we 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 flushed that down, Katie. And I think the way we, what we learned from that is next year your dad should start his tradition where he uh, mm. tells his team he's retiring at the end of the tournament before the, every tournament. He's like, this is my last run. This is my last game. Every game, he's like, Can this is imagine? my last. Game. They have to win. Yeah. They can't lose yeah. at that point. Mm -hmm. I hope they have some fight in them that they don't need to. To hear that, <laughs> something I, else in there. <laughs> I believe in Trent. Frazier. I don't know. Trip, Trip Frazier and has Trent that Frazier, we trust. Okay. There you <laughs> go. I don't know. Sometimes stuff works. That, that's the sort of stuff that works for college players mm -hmm. that like shouldn't is it, like like the idea that you need extra motivation and you you sit there and you think to yourself. That's what like, I'm saying. Why I do hope these guys? you don't need that. But I hope, it, you, I hope they that's do not a though. Problem. Like uh, weirdly enough, like you kind of. You do. Do sometimes. You do. No, you I do. mean, you I get it. Yeah. I just hope it comes from within or something. Yeah. yeah. You're playing on the road at Minnesota. Like, you need something. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Your dad should just like, walk in there like, and just say, we're retired. We don't win. <laughs> yeah, we don't win Did in the bar tonight. Did you guys see that game? We were, it was at Northwestern. We were down like 30 points or something at halftime. And then came back to win by like 50. Yeah. Of course. So yeah. I don't know what happened in that locker room, but. I think your dad told them that they were playing a game tonight. And then everyone was like, oh, yeah, that's right. We are. 
Thank God it's Northwestern. We can come back. Uh, I want to shout out uh, Thad Mata, my my former nice. coach at Ohio State, because uh, I just saw this week it was brought to my attention that his headshot at Indiana University is official. And oh. I got a picture sent to me Ooh. on the Indiana website of Thad Mata wearing a black Adidas polo Ooh. that says Indiana basketball. His face is beat red because, like, he's that's just that. That's just that. <laughs> he probably just walked over. Yeah. He's like in a sweat. He flew in from the beach just to take the picture. <laughs> the photographer met him down and, and paid yeah. him all city yeah. or wherever yeah. he's going. Uh, and I don't know. It just made it just stirred up feelings, Tate. That's all I want to say. Yeah. Just had, I just I just I felt things. I just felt things. That's no. all. So Illinois got to win in the next three years because Indiana's coming. Yeah. That's that's all. We're, that's all we're gonna say. <laughs> Are we sure? Are we sure? <laughs> you should turn. What, what about a? Have you ever considered a heel turn where like you're the the problem kid that like mm. doesn't cheer for, like you're, I don't know, like Kelly and Conway's daughter. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you, you're like the opposite. Yeah, yeah, and you're like the opposite, and you're like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually cheering for Michigan. <laughs> I'm actually a Michigan fan. I mean, and, um, and you would get more fans. That, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. You know, you would. It's mean, sad. I know it is sad. It is. Sad. And then, that's journalism. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then just when Michigan fans think you're one of them, yeah. then you're like, you flip it again. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm yeah. an Ohio State you're like, yeah, yeah, you're like, <laughs> you guys think I'm serious? Buckeyes for life. That's it. That's how you build a following, at least. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just keep going. Just a fan of everybody. Uh, what, what other shout outs do we have? Uh, Malice in the Palace documentary on Netflix. Yeah, watched is, it. Is that, you, it was it good? It was good. What is that? Oh. Yeah. Do we have Am a generational divide here? This is, Boy, this is going to make me feel old. This hey. is when the Pistons and the Pacers fought each other. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is why the NBA changed forever. Was it 2005? Yeah. How old were you in 2005? Five. Oh, oh my no. God. <laughs> oh, no. I forget oh, about these no. things. I'm a 2000s baby. Man, Sorry. that's pretty cool. I was past my prime when you were born. <laughs> no wonder. Like, your generation. Your generation. Sorry, going down. <laughs> I was going to say, your generation probably just has to hate, like, the NBA. You know what I mean? They didn't yeah. get to see AI. They didn't get to yeah. see any fun. Yeah. It was all very corporate. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, there was a. You know you know the fight, yeah, though. Like, no, no, I know what like you're that. talking okay. about. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't There's know, a that's documentary what I was about called. on Netflix. So. You should watch it. They have all Maybe the angles. Maybe I will tonight. Huh? Yeah, you should. Yeah. Yeah. Jermaine O'Neal is great. Uh, shout out to Valparaiso University. They have uh, officially come up with a nickname. They are no longer the C-Words. Uh, we, we understand that they used to be called the, uh, I'm going to say it. C-Words. Plug your ears, everyone listening. Uh, th- this is what they were called. I'm not, this is not me saying it. This is <laughs> me just reporting what they used to be called. Quotations. So quote, Crusaders. Okay. Uh, we won't say that word again. Uh, they are now the Beacon State. Did you see this? No. This is a true. Beacon. Like they're Beacons of Light? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Who comes up with these names? Like that's the, yeah. the Valpo Beacons. Yeah. I mean, Guardians was good. I really thought Gu- Guardians was good. They should have just been Guardians. And it turns out they stole that from like some other team. The and Roller now, Derby team. Exactly. The Roller Derby team is suing them now. It's like whoever no. does this is an idiot. Yeah. Work on your rebrands. Yeah. The Beacons is not good. I don't. Yeah, I don't like that one. Yeah. You know, the Valpo Beacons. No. Should have been the Dingers. Yeah, Dinger, Dinger would be good. <laughs> better, than, better than Beacon, that's for sure. <laughs> Uh, what else is there? I, I had uh, something else. Oh, uh, uh, Brownsburg Little League. I, I wrote that down. The uh, um, are they in the College World Series? They were no, the Little League World Series. Oh, they were about to be. Yeah, yeah. We won the uh, we won the Indiana State Championship. Uh-huh. My my hometown. Um, 
when I was actually the same age as the guys that made the League World Series, uh, they went to two Little League World Series in three years, Katie. Mm -hmm. And it became okay. like a huge deal in our town because mm -hmm. we were like, we are. Katie, this is the year that you were born. Yes. Yeah, this, this, <laughs> this is it was. It was the year when she was born. Yeah. Nice. And uh, we, we, it became like a point of pride for our town. And I think, I think they, they went two for, in three years. In the middle year, they didn't make the World Series, but they won the state championship. And they were like two or three games away from making the Little League World Series. Uh, and then fast forward to this year, Brownsburg won the state championship. They were playing for, they were playing on television for a spot in the Little League World mm. Series and they got absolutely rocked. Yeah. But they were like, of the Great Lakes region, we were the Indiana representative and I think they were like one or two wins away or something. I don't know. That's, that's what the, I keep telling That's the worst myself, part of like, Great run for the boys though. Yeah. I just wanted to shout them out. Well, it's you can win the state run. championship and the then boys. you think you're on top of the world. You're going yeah. to Little League World Series. But then like you said, it's it's regional. So then you yeah. play the Virginia. This is what's happened to my brother. Then they had to play the Virginia team and then the Virginia team blew them out. Blew them out. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, did we really win anything? Yeah, exactly. You, like, <laughs> you leave on this really sour note. You're like, yeah. we're just the champions. I'm not sure we are. Brownsburg was the champ. Lance Lynn was pitching in the Field of Dreams game tonight. He was on the, nice. he led us to the World Series in 99. Um, wow. But uh, yeah, I want to shout out the boys because you know, I, you I, I, I show love to the hometown when we do things. Represent. Is that it? Is there anything else? Can we, we shout out Brad Underwood and yeah. Uh, yeah, Illinois please. and Trent Frazier and just, you know, good vibes. We, I picked them <laughs> to win the national championship vibes. last year. Yeah, and I feel like I cursed them. So I, I am hoping, I'm going to stay away this year, uh, but I'm also going to pull for them. I'm gonna shout out Katie too. Thanks yes. for uh, thanks for all the hard work you've done behind the scenes for the show. We appreciate it. We hope you learn stuff. We hope uh, we for for better or worse though. We should say that what Tate and I do is not yeah how sports. Yeah, do not works, go to so a like, class and say I actually have yeah. some journalistic thoughts. Don't correct have you guys your professor. Heard of gotcha journalism. <laughs> <laughs> Don't correct your professor. Be like I learned this trick where you just DM I emojis. <laughs> If you want to get us, you want to get us. I'm, well, sure, I'm sure they'd love it. We got no answer, by the way, from Stanford or Tyrell no. Terry. Yeah, we I got no did. answer. No answer. Maybe we send another one. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what another emoji. Stuff. You get no. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Katie, you're the best. Thank you. I, I, if this is the last time we hear from you on the show, something's got horribly wrong. So please well, make I'll sure that's not. I'll be back in the fall. Not. Okay. But remotely. All right. All right. So I won't be here with you guys. Well, that's okay. That's, I mean, we're used to remote. Yeah, you're going to be a senior, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, you're going to graduate and then, you know. Who knows? We'll, uh, I don't know. We'll LA's I'll, be I'll be back in LA. Yeah. yeah at LA some will point. Be yeah. Here. There yeah. you go. You can always work the graphics on our show. Of course. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs and closeouts forever. Uh, all right. That's the show. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week.